Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on personal growth and lifestyle design. My name's Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group, so I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Lavender Lifestyle. It's Eileen. Hope you're doing well. Hope you've been taking care of yourself and finding joy in your days. So to be honest, it was hard for me to record this episode. It's already been 30 minutes and I've restarted this intro so many times and I procrastinated on recording this. So apologies if you've been waiting for an upload and it's late. So it's hard for me to say, there's no easy way to say this, but I have decided to end this podcast indefinitely with this being the final episode. So I don't want it to sound super extreme. I mean, this is the season finale and typically we would take a little break and then come back in the fall after a hiatus. And this time around, I've just decided to indefinitely take a break. I don't know if and when I will bring the podcast back. I don't want to make it like this is the end forever because I have a feeling in the future when I feel a little bit better, maybe I'll get inspired again, I might want to start this back up. But there are no plans so far for when we'll return. So I know, I know that's sad news for some of you guys who really love the podcast. It's just part of an effort for me to simplify my life and focus more on what's essential. And I'll try to share the reasons why I've decided to end the podcast, but I think the main reason is that out of all the things that I do, all the projects that I have, the podcast was the easiest to let go, meaning my heart wasn't like 100% in it anymore. In the past couple years, it's not the thing that lights me up the most. So although there were so many fun parts about having a podcast, like I loved talking to guests and learning from them, getting inspired by them in an effort to simplify things, to do less, to give back to myself, I've decided to just put a pause and say goodbye to the podcast, at least for now. So I've been podcasting for five years now. I started this podcast in 2016. Five years is a long time to be doing something. I've been doing YouTube for seven years. Actually, if you count my music YouTube channel, I started that end of 2007. So that adds up to over 13 years of being on YouTube. And I think it's just time for me to reassess how I'm spending my time, where things are going, and take a break for myself. So before I go into sharing my updates and what I'm going through, what's lighting me up right now, I'd like to celebrate the past five years of our Lavender Lifestyle podcast by sharing the top five episodes of all time. So I know a lot of you may be sad hearing this news that we're ending the podcast indefinitely, but I just want to remind you that we have a lot of content that you can always go back to and listen to. We have 175 episodes, including this one, and if you're curious to listen, these are our top five episodes of all time on the Lavender Lifestyle podcast. At number five, we have episode 121, How to Stop Feeling Not Good Enough with Andrea Owen. And that episode has over 60,500 downloads. That one's a really good one to listen to if you want to work on your self-worth and self-confidence. 
At number four, we have episode 149. So that one is called How to Glow Up with Olivia Dandrea. So that episode has over 60,700 downloads and Olivia Dandrea is like a glow up queen on YouTube. So if you watch her, you'll really enjoy that episode. At number three, we have episode 123 with my friend Branche Faustin. And that episode is about spiritual self-care and how to make wellness more accessible. That episode has over 67,000 downloads and Branche is a ray of light. You guys will love that episode if you're into spirituality, herbalism, yoga, and just how to take wellness to the next level. At number two, we have episode 158, Don't Keep Your Day Job with Kathy Heller. And that episode has over 95,000 downloads. So Kathy Heller is so smart. She's very business-minded. So if you're interested in learning how to be an entrepreneur, how to sell your own course, sell your own products online, definitely listen to that episode. And coming at number one is, no surprise, it is episode one of this podcast called Be Stronger Than Your Fears, Bolder Than Your Insecurities. So the reason that one's no surprise is because I feel like people tend to listen to the first episode when they are exploring a new podcast, but that episode was the first one I ever recorded. I had to re-record it multiple times. I was super nervous just to tell that story, but it's a story about me learning to step up and be bolder and take chances and have the courage to step up and perform and show up for music. And I shared my experience from learning from my failures of not showing up, of not doing the courageous thing and how much I regretted it. So I'd like to take this moment to thank you for listening to The Lavender Lifestyle, for just being part of this journey, whether you started listening recently, last year, or whether you started listening from the very beginning. I appreciate you and I'm just so thankful that our paths could cross like this. I think it blows my mind whenever I think about all the people that I've touched, that I've reached, that I've connected to through this platform, whether it's the podcast or my YouTube channel, that blows my mind. Even if you're just passing through, maybe you just listen to one podcast or you watch one video, I consider that like my paths crossing with you because for some reason the universe brought you to me and me to you and I see that as something divine and something very special even if it's just a really quick fleeting moment. So just know that it's a two-way street. I'm so grateful that I could share my lessons and my experiences with you guys in hopes that it can help you in some small way and in return the act of sharing, the act of teaching helps me learn from my own journey. So it benefits benefits me just as much as it might benefit you and also the fact that anyone who crosses my content contributes to my dream life because I'm able to do this as a career I'm able to build out this brand and continue growing this business which I'm always so grateful for every day so that I don't have to do something that I dislike because I genuinely do enjoy sharing content through Lavender. At this point, I think it'd be nice to revisit why I started Lavender and what Lavender is all about. So hopefully by now you know that Lavender is about personal growth and lifestyle design. I started it when I was 23 because I had been lost in life and I had been trying all these different creative paths, trying to figure out what is the path for me, what's my purpose, what's my career going to be, and 
through that process, even before I found out what my path would be, I discovered that I could design my life in any way that I wanted. Like I didn't have to take the nine to five corporate job. I didn't have to follow the step-by-step syllabus that my parents, teachers, or peers were telling me I had to do. Like I I grew up thinking I had to take these steps. I had to fit in this box. I had to achieve this version of success. And when I graduated, I decided to kind of rebel against all of that and find my own way. And through that experience, I realized like, Life is just a blank canvas and you can do anything with it. And it's crazy how creative you can get with it. And that creative potential got me so excited. I really lit up. And I think you can hear it in my voice now, like that concept lights me up so much. At the time, I was pursuing music really seriously and I was studying, I was reading books on how to be an artist and I was learning All the different things that makes an artist a good artist, you know, someone who's super authentic, super original, all these things, right? And I decided to apply that perspective of the artist to life because I realized life is an art. And that's where the motto comes from. You guys have heard it. (laughs) Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. So... What's nice is I'm proud that I came up with that tagline, this concept, and this branding when I started Lavendaire. If you go back and watch my first Lavendaire video on my channel, I say like, this is a channel about learning how to be an artist of life. And I'm proud of myself for sticking true to that vision because it was like a big concept. It's a big concept that can apply for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life, you can figure out how to become a better and a better artist of your life. And I think the fact that it's never-ending and it's infinite is also what's exciting to me. So in short, through Lavendaire, I hope that I can continue to share this idea and to empower people to take more control, more creative control over their lives and to recognize that they are the artist of their life. They have the power to create the life that they love. And the journey is in learning to become a better artist. And like I said, that journey never ends. While I'm here, I think it'd be fun to dream a little bit with you guys. So I want to share my long-term goal for Lavendaire, which is something I don't think I shared publicly in my content. I've just shared it like in my own personal life with my team and the people I work with. But my ultimate goal with Lavendaire is to build an inspirational lifestyle brand that provides both content and products that help people find themselves and create their dream life. Ultimately, just create content and resources to empower the artist of life. And although I do feel like we're doing it in a small way, I definitely see so much potential for growth in the future. You know how people tie brands to certain lifestyles like Lululemon, is to yoga and supreme is to streetwear and that streetwear culture and lifestyle if i were to ask you is there a brand like a e-commerce lifestyle brand that encompasses journaling or meditation or personal growth or spirituality i feel like there's no one main brand that encompasses those things there's a lot of like small people and thought leaders and maybe some small companies or apps and because there's no mainstream brand that encompasses those lifestyles i want lavendaire to be one of them because i see so much potential in this space of personal growth and mental health self-care self-love all this stuff 
it's only going to keep growing as more and more people become more conscious and more aware. So my dream is for Lavendaire to become a top personal growth brand with a focus on gentle, compassionate empowerment. And obviously we have like our own unique style. We're very feminine. We're all about the gentle approach, not like the hustle hard approach, right? And my vision is that in the future, Lavendaire will be such an established brand that people use it as an adjective. Like that girl is so Lavendaire. She's into books, journaling, spirituality. She's all about that Lavendaire lifestyle. So similar to like the Starbucks girl, the pumpkin spice latte girls, I want Lavendaire to be a lifestyle because I haven't felt that there is a brand that reflects that lifestyle of people who like to read, people who like to journal and meditate and be into spirituality and all these topics about like healing ourselves, improving ourselves, creating the life that we want, becoming the person that we want to be. There's a lot of people in the space and I find that there's more and more creators and brands entering this space. So my goal is to just do what I can, keep going, and build what I can. Although I have this big vision for Lavendaire, I'm also not attached to it. I'm not so stubborn with my vision and my goals anymore that I need them to happen. It really is a suggestion. It's more like a, hmm, that would be nice because I find myself also going through phases where I'm like, maybe I don't want to do this. Maybe I want to quit social media. Maybe I want to like live under the radar and not post so often. Maybe I just want to live a quieter life, create quietly. Maybe I just want to write books and not post on social media. Like who knows, right? What I learned about myself is I need a lot of space, a lot of space to do nothing, a lot of time to just explore whatever sparks my curiosity. I can't be productive all the time, especially as a creative and as an artist, you have to breathe in in order to breathe out. And if breathing out is creating, breathing in is giving yourself space, whether it's self-care, time, just time to breathe, right? And one of the reasons why I feel good about putting a pause on this podcast is because I recognize that I've been feeling burnt out lately. Things have been really busy and nonstop since last fall, since launching the workbook, and then after New Year, I had this whole like crisis with my team and my business where I had to like hire new people frantically and for the past couple months I've just been trying to train people and onboard and try to figure out a new flow with the team and I launched our Lavender merch recently the Artist of Life lounge sets if you haven't checked it out it's on shop.lavender.com But now that that's over, I feel like I finally have more time to breathe, more space to reset and relax, which is much needed. And being a content creator for so many years, like you guys understand content creating is a nonstop game. If you're creating on YouTube, you're creating one to two videos a week. And then the podcast, we are posting weekly. Although podcasts, we did take our breaks and hiatuses. But even for other platforms like Instagram and TikTok, people are creating constantly, consistently, and it never ends. There's no one to tell you when to take a break. There's no beginning and end. It really is just start now, post every week and keep going until until you get tired really and it's really up to you 
to recognize your responsibility to yourself, your responsibility to your own joy, to your own well-being. And for me as a creator, it's a responsibility to my soul. It's a responsibility to stay aligned with the things that light me up. And when you've been creating for so long, sometimes it just becomes a habit. You just keep doing the same things or the same types of content because you've been doing them. It's kind of like, I have a podcast, so I have to keep it going. Well, who's telling me to keep it going? Like, why do I keep it going? And to be honest, for the past couple of years, I kept my podcast going because I knew people enjoyed it. And also I had an assistant who handled all the logistical side of the podcast from finding guests, scheduling guests, coordinating, doing all of that so that all I really had to do was show up and do the interview. And because the flow was so easy, it made it hard to justify not doing the podcast because I'm like, well, it's already set up. And a part of me felt a little bit of a responsibility or an obligation to keep the podcast going in order to give her that work. Because if I were to take away that work from her, she would have a lot less hours and she only worked at Lavender. She depended on Lavender for her income. And so there was like a little bit of that that responsibility as someone's boss to just, you know, support their livelihood. And once that assistant left, that kind of gave me the freedom to reset. I'm like, okay, I don't have to feel that responsibility to that flow anymore. Like the choice was whether I wanted to bring on someone new to teach them to pick up the podcast or to get honest with myself like do I really want to continue the podcast and the truth is the podcast is not something that I've been very very passionate about for the past couple years it's something that it does have its benefits and it does have its good sides But at the end of the day, if I am to choose how I want to spend my energy, podcasting would not be on the top five of that list. Thus, I think the best decision is to take a pause for now. And I guess the only reason I would kick up the podcast again is if I feel super, super passionate and inspired about podcasting again. And I really want to share with you guys through this platform. But at this point, if I'm to be honest, this is not my forte and I have so much more fun making videos than I do podcasts. Anyway, the main point out of all of this is just the reminder to listen to your inner compass, listen to your intuition, follow the things that light you up and bring you joy and the things that make you come alive. I always say that, but I think the part that I'm learning more and more is that you have to also be in tune with the changes that are happening within you because whatever lights you up and brings you joy, those things will change as you change and grow. And I feel like I'm in a process of changing. I'm in a transformation phase, a transitioning phase where I don't exactly know what it looks like on the other side of this. And I'll be honest, I feel like I've been transitioning since like 2019. These past couple years have been not the most fluid. It was my Saturn return. It was the pandemic. It was the landscape of social media changing so quickly, you know, with YouTube changing, TikTok rising, all of the stuff that is constantly changing and happening. The world is constantly changing and I know that my inner world is changing with it. The best advice I can give on that, that I'm giving myself, is to just be patient and just stay in tune. Right now, I feel like maybe I'm in another lost phase where I don't know where I'm headed. I have a vision, but I don't exactly feel attached to that vision. I could 
since I don't know what else to reach for, I'm reaching for that, but I'm also staying open to the possibility of anything else that might come my way. What I do know is that my soul craves more space, my soul craves a reset, I want time to do nothing, to read books on random topics and not feel obligated to share about them and talk about them. I want to release that obligation and that pressure to create, that pressure that I felt for these past seven years. You know, I've put so much pressure on myself to create constantly and consistently. And although I'm still going to create, I want to be more mindful of myself and more mindful of my soul, more in tune with the inner voice. If anyone's a creator out there, I'm sure you can relate to that pressure of needing to constantly create, needing to constantly show up, needing to constantly stay relevant, right? But if you don't stop, if you keep trying to be productive and produce an output, you're going to be creating from a depleted place. And that's how I feel like I am sometimes, you know, I feel like I have to stick to the schedule. And so I create something from not the most full place. It's from a depleted place. Like my well has not been refilled and I'm learning more and more how much space I need to give to myself. It's more space than I thought. It's not just like one weekend. Like I need a lot of time to give to myself so that I can show up and create from my best self. And the most important part about that is doing it guilt-free, not feeling guilty for giving yourself time, not feeling guilty for giving yourself like an undefined deadline, an undefined like time to return because you just give yourself as much time as you need, not feeling guilty knowing that you are doing what's best for yourself. Now I thought it'd be nice to share some things that are lighting me up recently since I've been talking about the things that have not been lighting me up. So the things that I have been doing that I find joy in are number one, astrology. I'm still studying astrology. I'm getting deeper and deeper into the topic and I'm reading The Changing Sky right now by Stephen Forrest. It's a book about learning about transits and progressions, basically predictive astrology. I just find that astrology can get so deep and it is so fun to like take symbols and metaphors and apply them to your own life or apply them to the state of the world. And like astrology is something that is so personalized that although I want to talk about it more on my channel, I, I'm not sure how to. It's fun, but I also feel more and more disconnected from people and the world because I more and more I see life and the world through the lens of astrology and I can't help but think in like astrology terms. So when I want to express something, no one around me understands. Like when someone is saying something, I'm like, oh, it's because your moon is in Capricorn or the stock market is so Uranus and Taurus right now. Like I can see why the stock market is so erratic because of that. I know that I don't make sense to anyone around me, but I can't help but use these terms and see life through these terms because I've just like understood the symbols but yeah my brother Wilson my friends kind of think I'm crazy because anything that happens I always happen to have something astrology related to say about it Moving on, a book that I read recently that I really enjoyed is The Fifth Agreement by Don Miguel Ruiz. That book just has so much wisdom and one of my favorite books of all time is his previous book called The Four Agreements. And this one, I'm definitely going to add to my list of favorites as well. So if you guys are looking for a good read that has wisdom, that will open your mind to new perspectives on how to see the world, then listen to that one. 
Another thing that I started getting back into are Deepak Chopra audiobooks. I've talked about this in my YouTube videos. I used to listen to Deepak Chopra's voice, like his audiobooks, to sleep because I find that his voice is very soothing. Like I like his accent. I like his calm tone. And it was funny because the other day I was looking up reviews on Goodreads and I was looking up Deepak Chopra's audiobook reviews. And I was surprised to see that he had a lot of negative reviews because people didn't like his voice. They're like, oh, it's so monotone or he has a thick accent. I can't understand what he's saying. I'd rather have another narrator. And I don't know. I like his voice. So <laughs> I feel like because of his accent, he sounds more wise and I love his calm tone. It's just so soothing. So anyway, what I'm listening to right now is one of his older books called Synchro Destiny. It's about synchronicities and why they happen, how to create more synchronicities. Basically, he says that there are two signs that you are um, becoming more conscious and becoming more enlightened. The first sign is that you worry less. You don't have worries. You live more lighthearted. And I can relate to that. I have less worries and I feel more lighthearted in general, although I'm not perfect. And the second symptom of enlightenment is you experience more synchronicities. And that's also something else that I have experienced just in the past like four or five years, multiple synchronicities that have happened in my life. But anyway, if you're curious about synchronicities, feel free to listen to that book. It's called Synchro Destiny by Deepak Chopra. Also, if you have not read his book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, I highly, highly recommend that one. That one's a classic that I used to listen to that on repeat. So definitely check that out if you want to manifest more success in your life. My guilty pleasure for a while have been K-dramas. That is no surprise. I've talked about that as well. Um, my recent favorites are Startup, and there's one with Pak Bogam in it called Love in the Moonlight. Reply 1988 is so good. I cried in every episode, and I'm currently watching It's Okay Not to Be Okay. Up next, I cannot wait to watch True Beauty, which is the drama adaptation of the popular webtoon. That webtoon was so good, so funny, and just so engaging. So I'm really excited to see that next. And of course, I'm still doing yoga. Yoga always makes me feel so good and it's something that I think I will do for the rest of my life and more recently I started taking online dance classes again so dancing is something that I used to do I used to dance on a bunch of teams when I was in college and a few years after college like in my early 20s and I stopped dancing since I started like lavender and last year I started doing TikTok dances just for fun and mid-year I think around June everything just got so heavy like I think it's kicked off with like Black Lives Matter and then the just like being deep in quarantine during the pandemic and just everything else going on at the same time it felt very heavy that I just lost my inspiration to dance because it just felt too silly and too lighthearted, right? And since then, I've noticed I really have not been exercising as much as I used to. Like pre-pandemic, I was really consistent with just going to workout classes and yoga. And then just starting last year, it's been a struggle. It's been very inconsistent. But anyway, I recently picked myself back up. I started doing dance workouts again and I'm doing it on my friend's platform called Steezy where they have a bunch of classes with like dance workouts and routines. So this past week, I learned my first choreo in I don't know how long. I don't remember the last time I took a proper hip hop choreo class 
and it was fun. I am proud of myself for doing it. My back definitely felt it, and I'm trying to make an effort to just take care of my body more now, especially since I'm getting older and I can definitely feel it. Since I'm 30 now, I definitely feel like the label of being 30 makes you want to feel old and makes you shut yourself out from doing certain things that you think only young people do. I don't know why. It's a mental limitation. Like, I'm 30, I shouldn't be wearing what teenagers wear. Or I'm 30, I shouldn't be doing this TikTok dance. Or I'm 30, I shouldn't be doing this or that. And I'm just like, why do I think these thoughts when there shouldn't be any limits, there shouldn't be any rules like that? You're just imprisoning yourself in your mind. So I have to remind myself to just stay open because... I'm just going to keep doing what I do. I'm going to keep being myself, whether that's me being interested in singing or dancing or just dressing up in whatever clothes I want to dress up in without feeling limited, without feeling like, oh, I'm too old for that, right? Because that is a mental prison. It's just a limiting belief. Anyway, I've rambled on for long enough today. I'd like to thank you for listening if you're still listening to this point. And if you still want to stay connected with me, of course, I'm going to be everywhere else. I'm still going to be on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. You can even join my email list or our Vibely community of Lavi Loves. I'll have all of those linked in the show notes on my blog, lavender.com. And the fact that you're still here shows that you are a loyal listener and I value you so much. So I'd love to hear your thoughts and your feedback on this. What are your thoughts about the podcast being put on pause after listening to this episode? What are your thoughts about Lavender in general? What are the things that Lavender does that you really like? What are the things that we do that you do not like? Feel free to leave your thoughts. You can tweet me or you can share it on my Instagram comments. You can even email us at care at if you really want to write a lengthy letter or if you have like more thoughts to share. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting. I love you and i'm wishing you the very very best goodbye for now all right that's it for today's episode thank you so much for listening to the lavender lifestyle if you like this podcast please show your support by leaving a review on itunes lastly you can catch me on youtube and instagram at lavender where i have even more content for the artist of life sending you so much love bye